Let's go. Bingetown, how are we feeling tonight? It's your boy Dave here with Kyle and longtime friend of the pod, Alki. We are back again here to bring you more anime content with Attack on Titan, Episode 77, Sneak Attack. As a reminder to everyone, we will not be covering things in scene-by-scene order rather than in character buckets. So for this episode, we'll be starting with Gabby and Falco's storyline, then moving our way into Armin, Mikasa, and the rest of the squad, and then finishing with the Aaron, Reiner, and Zeke content. So to get right into things, what were the first impressions of the episode? We'll start with Kyle, of course, the newbie. Kyle has, and to recap as well, Kyle here has only, is an anime only me and Alki will be anime and manga experts. We will not be spoiling anything for anybody. So Kyle, get right into it. So we actually watched this episode all together, which was fun. It was like classic in the beginning. We're kind of getting rehashed what happened last episode. But I think that the whole idea of Zeke getting there, like the jump from Zeke storyline episode one, episode two, I think is great. And I'm excited to see how that develops. Um, but I just, it it seems like this is a perfect setup episode for next episode. It seems like next episode is going to be the meat and potatoes stuff while this was kind of getting some chess pieces in the, in the correct place. So I I thought it was, it wasn't bad. It definitely like when it ended, it was like, oh my God, like that was it. So yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Okay. I thought it was, um, it was underwhelming. Mm. I mean, because I I mean, it's like, it's hard because I, I'm expecting I know what's going to happen, you know, so I just thought it was a little slow episode. I spent they, I, sp- I think they spent too much time in the beginning recapping that whole conversation in the jail cell, which I'm sure we will talk about. I mean, it's important to recap a little bit, but it's just like it's like I thought it was just a little too much. Um, yes, I thought the Zeke line was fun and cool. Uh, the um, cart Titans like sneak attack on Zeke was pretty dope. And that was like the best part of the episode, I thought. And um, I'm eager to see what happens when they, when Zeke and Aaron connect. Agreed. Not, uh, not much of a, uh, a great episode from my perspective, just a solid episode of just putting pieces together where we need them to be. Um, so Next episode will definitely be the one, Kyle. So be on the lookout for that. I'm excited to get your reaction to that. That's going to be incredible. Um, so like I said, we'll start with Gabby and Falco's storyline of this arc. And we open up with Gabby and Colt looking for Falco, who is with the military police guy. What's his name? Mr. Nile. Nile-san. Nile. I think, you know, I think that was um, Irwin's yeah, buddy was, in yeah. the cadet training. It was actually, I did not like Nile when we yeah. first get introduced to him whenever it was like season one, because, you know, he was just a lackadaisical military police guy. He just didn't really care too much about anything going on outside of the district and the king and everything. And the only up until when Erwin is making his case and they fake out the um, the fake council of people to like they do the coup, de, coup d'etat. So that was when I first started liking him. And now this scene definitely makes me love him, honestly. Yeah, I thought it was like, um, I guess it's a little bit of a redemption mm-hmm. story for him because he was about to backstab Erwin and put him in jail, whatever it was in season one when they were going to try to capture Annie mm-hmm. and all that happened. But um, yeah, it was cool to see him help out Falco like 
I think Gabby's annoying as crap, but <laughs> yeah. but Falco is is you know he seems like a good dude. Any thoughts so, on Niall, Kyle? Yeah, I honestly would didn't really see this conversation coming. It feels almost like not filler because you just love the action stuff. But I think this is almost where like Attack on Titan shines a lot. Is where we get these like incredible situations that are just so horrifying and desperate, and then we see how people react to them. So I honestly liked Falco and his conversation. And then I also like um, when he kind of leads Falco back to Colt and and Gabby. Yep. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, Colt and Gabby are kind of on the lookout right outside of where Falco and the military police are. They get noticed by Niall and Falco and Niall walks Falco over to them and Gabby and Colt are just ready to just kill this guy. They just think he's a devil and they're ready to jump him. And Gabby kind of tugs him and just says, like, you know, let's just give it a second. Let's just play it out and see what happens. And it ends up he just hands him over. He hands over Falco to the squad and they're all reunited and they just dart off. But we do see a little bit of character growth here from Gabby a little bit. Yeah. And it continues right into the next scene, too. I, I when that happened, I thought like, OK, like, that's nice. And that she did it, and then the next scene just kind of cranks it up when they're hiding in whatever that house is. And I guess yeah. it's that's who's that's Sasha's family, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're in the house. Sasha's family is walking by as they're inside the house, and you know, Sasha's dad and like rest of the family is hoping that Gabby and Falco are okay. However, the one girl is still bent on the fact that she can't, like, she wants to kill Gabby essentially. And you can see the look on Gabby's face here where she's, she's crying. She's actually crying and she feels for the people of paradise Island here. And it's just, you know, going from early in season, season four, part one of when she's completely like everyone on the Island is a devil. There's no escaping that. And to hear her shedding tears of being like cast out by this family who, she was supposed to hate, but ended up really liking. And it's just crazy. And I still hate Gabby. Don't get me wrong, Alki. I'm on your 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 side, too. I hate Gabby. But this was a really big moment for her. I feel bad for her. You know, she's yeah. so brainwashed. Yeah, that's all. It They're is. all brainwashed. It's like a, it's such a sin to see. They are like honorary Marlians, but really they've been they're in a ghetto you know it's it's direct parallel to what happened to like it's like kind of like what's going on what happened with the holocaust during this yeah. own little thing no, i don't mean is. to i don't mean to say it's just like that but it's it's obviously a play on like racial discrimination mm-hmm. um i was thinking about this uh earlier you know falco he mentioned he poured his heart out he's like i betrayed marley i helped aaron and also, I love you, Gabby, which I couldn't give a shit about. But um, <laughs> but um, if he goes back, they could murder him and his family, you know, yeah. however this all plays out, because he's a traitor. Yeah. And that just sucks. He didn't mean That's to. Crazy. Aaron totally used the shit out of him. I think this scene wasn't especially like I think Gabby's realization isn't especially surprising because it does seem like that's kind of like a theme of these brainwashed yeah. characters. But it's the point of the I re- show. I think. Yeah, I really like, though, that she apologizes to Falco and she's like, I am the reason why you're in this situation. Like, I'm sorry about that. And I like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't like, I just thought it was funny how he just is like, I love you. And they're all kind of looking at him like, what the fuck? And then he's like, because he might turn into a Titan at any time. And I just want to get it out there. And I thought that was like a very heartwarming reason for him to say that. That makes me feel even worse for Falco. Cause I kind of, I don't mind him so much. Yeah. I don't mind him. Robin feel- loves Falco's confession. She like, she loved reading it and then loved yeah. seeing it on the screen. She's I, I root for Falco as well. And 
I, I think what he did was the right thing, especially since he was hiding it for so long. And like, even though he did kind of make it clear in some ways that Gabby just couldn't get it through, he needed to just actually say it. And so for him yeah. to actually say it here is I'm happy for him that he was able to get that on paper. But so now their goal is to get to Zeke and maybe he won't scream to turn everyone into Titan because they know because he'll find out that Falco is a Titan. Yeah. And if I was a new watcher, if I were you, Kyle, I think Zeke wouldn't give a fuck. That's what I was just going to say. I just it one life is not worth sabotaging the plan that they've worked this hard for. There's no fucking way. We'll come to a conclusion on that arc. We'll be on the lookout for them. It's going to just pick up from here. Definitely. Um, we, now we go into the cold open of the episode, which we, again, don't really need to cover too much since we did it last episode. But essentially, all it is is Armin is rallying the troops to help defend Aaron because everyone, especially uh, Connie, is anti-Aaron right now. They're like, everyone's betraying us. Like Annie, Bertold, Reiner already did that. Like, fuck Aaron, too, if he's going to betray us. But Armin's just kind of saying all these things like, look, he doesn't actually want to euthanize us. If you think about it, you know, he's always been for us. And if you need like he doesn't need Zeke at the end of the day. Like he always has the founding Titan and just a great, a good scene, but just kind of unnecessary to throw it back yeah. in here for five minutes of the episode. And then we get into the intro. It's like, it's kind of unnecessary. I guess they wanted to hammer it home, but yeah, it's kind of like typical anime, but it's more like typical, like one piece. So one piece I feel like does a lot. Well, this is, seems like they don't have, a lot of time but i did like the things the little things that they added like i like gene admitting that he thinks aaron is cool and that he doesn't want him to die yet connie's line about not wanting to die because he wants to punch him in the face first these are good moments mm -hmm. armin has the flashback to when aaron says like oh like if we just kill everyone we'll be free where he's trying to now uncover what aaron's reasoning is for acting the way he is but yeah, it's just kind of tough to like wait all week for the episode and then we open up and we're watching scenes we already watched and that is a little sad. The only but, extra bit of content we get from that ending scene is we now see them go to um, the jail cells. Basically, they try and get Commander Shad or Shadis, whatever his name is, and he has no motivation to go on at all. Clearly, he's just like, just go on without me. Leave me here. But they meet up with Pixis, who tells them that he should probably lay off the wine. And they quickly realize, immediately get the, the joke that he's making and that he's has spinal fluid inside of him. I love Pixies, man. Smiles in the face of death. Yeah. I Since the first season, he's, he's always been the same. I love him. That. There's only like two people that have never like sweat, like three people that have never really, yeah, two have never sweat in a situation <laughs> is like Erwin and Pixis. Like no matter what information they get told, like. They just, it seems like they always know. Like, I was going to say Levi in that. I was going to, I was just going to ask who your third was. But it was when they were fighting the Beast Titan for the first time. I'm pretty sure he's like looking at Erwin, like, what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Yeah, like, he, he is kind of sweating. Levi, Levi yeah. follows order and he'll, Levi follows orders and he'll never waver from them. But he's, he's a, he's a really great tool. He's not yeah. like a leader the yeah. way that Pixis and Erwin are. Absolutely. Yeah, no, definitely. I want to touch and on Pixis. Great Sorry. leader in this scene when he's like kind of organizes everyone. Everyone's got their their black cloth, and he kind of is now giving people purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's good at uniting. He's good at organizing and uniting people. He did it, didn't he? Do it in that whole speech, season one, when he was like, "Yeah, you can leave if you want, but you'll leave and like everybody, your whole family's gonna die, pretty yeah, much, yeah. right? Isn't that what he yeah, said? And he, he motivated everyone to stay and a lot of people to stay and fight." 
I, I, want, I, I like I want, Pixis. Yeah, Pixis is cool. I wanted to say one quick thing. When I first watched season one in like 2013, and as I was reading, I always was not the hugest fan of Gene. Now that I'm re-watching, I think Gene's the man. He is one He's of my cool favorites, shit. definitely. Yeah, they all had a collective glow up, like the OG kind of cadet squad, but he has grown so much and grown so well. Mm-hmm. Besides Aaron, he's grown the most out of anybody. Yeah. Um, and then the other final thing we get about with this group is we see Mikasa leaving her scarf behind as she goes to battle for to save Aaron, which is another big character development for our. This is our third huge character development, and Mikasa now um, is kind of. I think this was more of a symbolism of of trying to move past Aaron. I'm not sure if. Maybe I don't know if you took it differently, Kyle, but that was what it meant to me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if can she even like in her DNA do that? Like, I don't even know if she to me, it feels like she physically can't do that. But this is her like taking a small step. I think she wants to like she wants to at this point in time. But I don't again, I I agree with you. I don't think she's always going to fight for Aaron no matter what. I think, yeah, I, I just understood it as her being conscious and trying to make a change from her past, right? So it's just like normal character development. Yeah, that's good, wants- the word conscious. I like that. It's like she mentions free will a lot in the beginning of this episode, too. So, yeah, she's just trying to be because now she's aware of everything that Aaron said, right? And, and she's yeah. thinking about these things. She's trying to put Aaron aside to make decisions that aren't influenced by him. We'll see if that happens, but this is, I think her reasoning for putting the scarf down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a very good reasoning as well. I was just, I guess, trying to simplify it in my mind, but yeah, we see her leave the scarf behind and now we get into the real meat and potatoes of the episode, which continues to be the Reiner, Reiner and Aaron fight. Last we left off, Reiner was impaling Aaron, essentially, and had him on the the ropes. And here we get a little inner monologue from Reiner talking about how he's kind of coming to this realization that he's nothing like Aaron at all, which I would disagree with. We've already said it last episode for the most part. I think he's just he needs he needs a, a reason to move on. And if it's him just blindly saying that he's nothing like Aaron, then that's going to get the job done, you know? So dealing, he's coming to terms with what's going on in the world. And he's kind of realizing that he is trying to save the world again, I think is what's, what's happening there. I'm a sucker for these scenes. I really like, like exploring the mental state of both Reiner and Aaron, especially yeah. when it happens like kind of back to back with each other like this. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, Aaron just has no fucking quit in him at this point. I mean, he is just a fucking savage. And I just love how Reiner and Aaron are, like heavyweights and they go at it hard and their fight's good. And then Galliard's just like a fucking fly that Aaron just has to continually swat. To my, like note, get back my, to note, the fight. my note is literally, why does Galliard even fight? Because Aaron just rocks him every fucking yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wrote that. He's just, he's a punk ass bitch. He literally just gets tossed like all the time. Aaron basically catches him by his fucking jaw in midair and just throws him across the whole city. Okay. Yeah. Something I like that you touched on in, on our last recording was, um, how you felt like the story kind of shifted from Aaron to Reiner kind of around this point in time. Um, I don't know if you still feel that way, but that's true because I'm kind of picking it up as I'm watching now is that seasons one to three, we were getting Aaron's inner monologue the yeah, whole time. Exactly. Seasons four, part one and two now, it's only been Reiner's inner monologue. We've never had 
a glimpse at what Aaron's been thinking since the time skip, which exactly. is crazy. That's why that's why I said that. I remember reading and being like, okay, they shifted mm-hmm. like the point of view a lot because now they're I thought the author was and it's being told this way too in the anime. Anime um Aaron is the collective villain for many sides of this this whole thing, even amongst yeah. his friends. I mean, they're like, what is going on with Aaron? The survey corps doesn't know what's going on. You have this Jaegerist, and now he's got like these zealots following him. And and Reiner is caught in between all of it because he still has these strong feelings towards these people that he thought were devils, but he realized aren't, right? And it's a it's an internal struggle that he's still battling. And even their character designs are like kind of opposite to like Aaron now has donned the black cape. He's got the black hair, like he's got a dark demeanor to him reiner has usually like a a light tan kind of coat or something white he's got the light hair like it's just they're just i don't know if that was purposeful at all but just like they are literally definitely some symbolism there kind of like anakin revenge of the sith he was wearing he always wore black robes the whole movie yeah and then he ended up becoming Darth Vader. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Did you know Darth Vader is Luke's father? <laughs> um, let's get us back on track. Literally, it's just a, a, a scene of going back and forth between Aaron just fucking up Reiner and uh, Galliard. Although he do- he is taking a lot of significant damage, like his his jaw might be dislocated. His leg is kind of limping about. So he's kind of struggling a little bit, too, which Zeke appears and starts providing support, which I, I really like just how hate. he just his thing is like throwing like they all have like a mastery in something and like the Beast Titans is throwing. I just it's just very unique and just seeing how powerful just simply throwing rocks can be is really awesome. To be honest, it's really cool. Yeah. how They do it. I would I agree when, when you first meet him, I would not have guessed that's what his MO was. And if you told me that, I would think that you were lying to me. And it looks so wonky at first, but you've we've had multiple experiences now of how deadly he is with it. So it just it still looks kind of funny to me when he winds up and throws things. But I love the submarine pitch when he like, although it's really messed up how he does it when he's fucking up the scouts at that battle. When he just like underhands it, he's like, oh, I changed my pitching style. Like none of you can see it. And it's just like, I love when he does the submarine, but yeah, he's, he's got like so much torque with his arms, dude. He's a perfect throw every time. Like he's picking out aircrafts from the sky. He's literally shooting jaw, uh, Galliard, who the jaw Titan is known for its elusiveness, like picketing, king it out of the air too. Like he's just so insane with his ability. Like he is just so perfect for the beast Titan. Well, that's the whole thing. He's called the wonder boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's be- he. I think he's the first person to realize the Beast Titan's potential that over anyone that's donned it in the past. That's what I've understood from the conversations like the Marlins have had. Mm. Also, he is the only one to have had royal blood using it. That's that's true. Probably that gives him well, a little bit of an advantage. They just found that out, didn't they? I don't even know if they know. I think we know because we know his mom is the. They talk to about the it. I they talk they about know. it in episode one. I feel like the card titan. Him and, and Commander Magath have definitely talked yes, about it. They've definitely like he Zeke was talking about it. He's like, oh, you you just want to like redeem yourself for your parents' misfortune. Like kind of I think at the end of the day, everyone knows that Zeke is royal blood. And that's why they know it's an, it's such an issue for him to meet up with Aaron as well. That's why like the traitor stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But um, I do yeah. remember when he was talking to Colt 
who is supposed to inherit the beast titan mm-hmm. colt was saying oh like you're so good at it and you don't even have and you're not even royal and zeke was just like yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> so i guess maybe peak knew because yeah they're close i don't know possible but we also get, catch a glimpse here of yelena just being a fucking psychopath she is pulling a joker here she is just watching the city burn and loving every second of it um and that shot is amazing yeah it was really w- well done shot when the airship's kind of like falling out of the sky and it's just like her back and it, it, it was like the crollo lucifer hunter x moment when he's just like in the building just like a symphis uh symphony yeah. of um chaos I saw the the manga panel and it looked like spot on with it. It looked mm-hmm. really good. I thought the shot was really well done. And here we get uh, the squad arriving. So it's Mikasa, Armin, all of them. Uh, Yelena tells them that apparently, based off what they've seen, that Levi and Hanji must have been defeated by Zeke because Zeke is here and they are nowhere to be seen. Um, and Armin pulls this pulls this card where he's like we have to stop them from meeting up with each other zeke and aaron that was their plan all along is what yelena admits and we get this creepy shot of yelena's face like overlooking aaron i don't know if you guys like remember specifically what i'm talking do i remember yeah. of course <laughs> i remember bro what the fuck it was just the like craziest fucking thing in the world that face i've never seen any look like that in any anime or manga in my entire life i'd have to say it's pretty sinister yeah yeah it was also like like i've never seen like disgust almost like depicted that visually it was pretty crazy i've yeah you're right i've never seen that facial expression in any manga or other anime that i've ever watched in my entire life and i think she's giving this facial expression to basically show like armin that she's seeing through what he's talking about i thought that they i thought yelena wants them to meet yeah, yeah. Armin is saying like, "Hey, we need we'll to help them." Yeah, we need to help. Or maybe Zeke we and yeah, Aaron okay, because they're the only yes. ones that can save the world. And then she makes that face, and I was like, "Why?" She's like, "What are you I, up to?" Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it is more is about is like it's used to yeah. show that he's she agreeing knew with Armin. her now. They just yeah, threw yeah. him in jail because he wasn't agreeing with them. Now he's out of jail, and now he's agreeing. So exactly. she's definitely suspicious. She has the she's, worst poker face. But she says, like, oh, I'll, I'll support anybody that wants to help Aaron. I think she's going to. It's like one of those things in a lot of movies you see, like she's going to use, allow them to help out, but stop their end goal. Try to whenever yeah. she get they get to that point. And so the final main point of the episode is uh, earlier the car Titan was kind of flanked by flock and some of the Jaegerists after Zeke had thrown some more debris at her. She had to take cover and they kind of swarm her and we get the shot of her at the end. She's dissolving out of her Titan form and everyone's assuming that she's dead, but they're all like also like who had the last shot and yeah, then all of them get killed by the snipers that are hiding in the, the bones of the Titan and peak is yelling at commander Magath to take the shot general Magath sorry general Magath now he takes the shot and just nicks doesn't take out Zeke's nape but just enough to just warrant him to be useless from from here on out yeah he fucks him up it's almost a per- I mean for the angle it's pretty much the perfect shot he does say like get us to a better angle but I think pretty sure he takes off like Zeke's arm but yeah. that like they I like how they show it like from kind of far away of Zeke standing there and then him slowly falling off the wall. I thought that was really well done. That really hit home of like the, 
oh my God, <laughs> like that is happening right now. That was shocking. And even Aaron at this point in time, his plan is not going to fruition. He is kind of, he's a little worried in this situation. You could see yeah. it on his face, which is the first time we've seen him worried probably all season. It was definitely a crazy ending. It, it, yeah. the, the episode itself was kind of slow in the beginning mm-hmm. and then amazing climax. So, I mean, it, it, it did a good job of making me, I mean, obviously I'm going to fucking watch every week, but like, <laughs> I'm really excited for next week. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. I'm just next week's episode is this. It might be a little bit of a longer discussion, but holy shit, you are in for it, man. I hope that it happens. What you're saying is going to happen. So that we're not fucking left blue ball. The episode we're going to get, we're definitely going to get another tease at the end, like where the next episode is going to end in my head, where I think it's yeah, going to end. I think it's the same. It's thing. just going to be like, it's going to be like, what? yeah, we're going to be like, where's the next episode? And you're going to be like, oh, it's going to be end. Look at this uh, language. I want to know. I want to be the, the cool kids. I want to know what we're talking about. You're Should getting there. Oh, and by the way, just to let the people know as well. I, I think it is for the most part confirmed that this season will be 12 episodes released with the movie, which it sucks that we're going to have to wait a year, probably at least for the movie. But at the same time, I'm fine with it because I think the movie will would be a better way to do it than just week by week. Like there's going to be so much like information thrown at yeah. us that there's just like they can't do it week to week. They're going to have to show it all in one go. So I'm fine with it. But also at the I same time, hope. it's like I would hope they're kind of working on the movie now while the episode is like the season. You they're done with working on it. I'm pretty sure so. everything. I'm pretty sure. So for this season, the season is done so much. The season is done and they just need to edit it essentially week by week is what they have to do. So I'm pretty sure with that, they've already started product like the movie drawing. Yeah, everything in the movie movie designing all that shit. I hope so, because, yeah, that'll be this way. Honestly, this wait was it wasn't terrible. It was quickish, but we were also it was a pretty busy week. I don't know about you. It honestly helps when the summer is in between the wait. He's talking about the season release. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah, because when the summer's there, it helps a little bit because the summer usually ends up fucking flying by while winter drags along. Right. Out of yes. space. So, okay. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think that they need the movie at this point, especially after this last episode and the pace of it. Like, I was actually worried. I was thinking, how are they going to get everything in with all the important details with only 10 more episodes left? So I'm happy to hear that as a movie. I'm disappointed to hear that I'd have to wait, mm-hmm. but I guess it sucks a little more for Kyle than it does for me. So yeah, it's definitely true. Yeah, true. All right, do you want to give uh, episode ratings? Okay, I can go first. I think it's like a solid six and a half. If the first one was like a seven, flirting with like a seven and a half, I think this one was objectively a little worse. That might have to be honestly the first one was just we're back in the season, so it's fun and we're hype. But I think. It, Six and a half is a is a very valid score. Wasn't anything insane. The Zeke stuff was fun. The card titan move was fun, but you know, six and a half for me. Alki? I would say a six. Mm-hmm. Um, like average run of the mill. I mean, I said I started off saying I didn't like the episode. It's not that I didn't like the episode. I just wanted more. You know, mm-hmm. we've been saying that the whole episode this whole recording, this whole podcast. I wish that didn't do so much recap in the beginning. I know that it's a little bit necessary at times because the first episode throws a lot at you. So they try to make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm. Um, it ended at a good level and I'm excited to see how it's going to start next week. Mm. So I'd say I'd also six, six and a half is fine. I really do like Falco's can 
confession. I think maybe Robin's rubbing off a little bit. Little <laughs> I was bit on just going to say that. I do like that. That was really nice. We got it like the character, like, like I said earlier, we saw three characters hit huge strides in their character development. So I th- thought that was really cool and it did end on a high mark. So I'll give it a, I'll give it a six and a half. Then. Are you just talking just about Gabby, Falco and Mikasa? What? The three characters that had character Gabby, development? Gabby, Falco, no, Gabby, Mikasa and uh, the Nile. Yeah, yeah, okay. That side character that no one really cares Maybe, about. Maybe I don't know, but technically but, counts. But um, either way, dead soon. I'll reiterate one last time. Next week's episode is going to be incredible, so be on the lookout for that. We'll be covering Attack on Titan weekly, continuing these thirty-minute discussions of what our thoughts are on the episodes. Be sure to listen to our uh, coverage of um, the Marvel Universe shows, Hawkeye, um, What If. We just got finished recording um, The Witcher, The Wheel of Time. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, subscribe to our Patreon. Other than that, Shinzo Sasagero, and we'll catch you guys next week. Good shit. Tatake. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.